I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. Hi, dear listener. So it is a quiet, still night here in Sydney, Australia, where I live. Not much traffic outside. People enjoying their dinner. And I'm sitting here at the piano thinking about a few things you know that have happened recently that I wanted to share with you might recognize this beautiful Scottish ballad, Loch Lomond. I thought to play this for this podcast because you know it is one of the songs to me that evokes the feeling what it means to sense the spirit world, those who may be cherished by us but no longer in life here on this earthly plane, and yet with us still. So part of what I'm going to speak about, you know, in this podcast has to do with this incredible, sublime interfusion of heaven, of the spirit realm here on earth. And currently, as has been the case for a lot of places in the, in the world, this entire city is in lockdown. And you know, there is something about that, dear listener, when everything stops, when your activities are no longer as free as they were, what becomes, I think, possible is a greater sense of awareness of this subtle realm 
that actually is always in our midst. So this morning I called a friend of mine. She's a woman who is in her late 90s now. And I happened to meet her a few years ago, really by chance, if there is such a thing, <laughs> at a fish and chips cafe here in my neighborhood. And I say, you know, by chance, because to be quite frank, dear listener, I feel that, you know, when it comes to something like what I'm going to describe to you, I don't think it really is by chance that these things occur. So at this fish cafe, there are only three tables. It's mostly, you know, what they call takeaway <laughs> or to go, is what we would say back in the States. And because there were only three little tables, people would often share those tables because if you wanted to sit, this was a few years ago, um, you didn't have a lot of choice, you know, so I saw a free chair and a woman sitting there and I asked if I could join her and she said yes. So I sat down happily to enjoy my grilled blue-eyed cod, <laughs> a delicious fish, and a few chips, and I began to speak with her. And what would unfold over those next few hours into the evening was an extraordinary connection. It's the kind of thing that is often, I think, sometimes portrayed in movies, where two people meet and something unfolds in their connection with each other that seems to defy the amount of time that they've known each other. Or the fact that, you know, they had never before met. It's as if there is a kind of magical sense of connectedness and I will use the word depth. So I was speaking to this woman and we had this immediate rapport. And as the fish cafe began to sort of wind down, we ended up going to another cafe that was open and stayed and kept talking. And we naturally were able to share so much about life. Now, when you meet somebody like that, dear listener, it buoys your spirit, you see, because you know that that person senses something in the same way that you do. So, fast forward, you know, a few years, and I called her. She's not 
living in this area actually. And I was delighted to spend an hour this morning speaking with her on the phone. And we shared all sorts of things. And that same feeling of immediacy and depth, of speaking about life in its vastness, in its myriad dimensions and magnificence (laughs) and, you know, the delights of nature and of the sea. We share both a love of the sea. Arose effortlessly in our conversation this morning as if it had been no time since we had last spoken as if it had been no time since we'd met here, as if it had been no time at all. So we were talking about the sea and one of the things now in this present moment that I can do is walk by the ocean. And so I described to her the feeling of that because I knew it would be meaningful to her. And she said to me, she said, you know, the ocean is such a marvelous thing. It's always changing, she said. And I hadn't quite thought about it like that. And I said, yes, you're right. And I said, And it's always eternal. The feeling of it is eternal. And she said, yes, that too. It's always changing. The hues, the ripples of the water, the rising and falling of the tide, the shapes of the waves, the look of the sky is reflected in its vast expanse. So there's this sense of ephemerality, of transitoriness, and simultaneously of that which never changes. So I shared with her how I've been walking by the sea, because that's something that I can do here amidst these current restrictions. I can go by myself and walk by the sea. And one of the things that I've noticed, you know, dear listener, I say that over the course of my lifetime, I've been very interested in spiritual matters. I've spent a lot of time in spiritual practice, in all sorts of places, you know, with different spiritual teachers and monasteries. And, you know, I've been in Korea, up at the top of a ancient mountain in a monastery there, practicing hours every day of meditation, or in India, or in the United States, which is where I'm from. And in all these places, you know, I've endeavored to cultivate a feeling of, I guess, depth and peace. Over all these years of my life, You know, it's taken many forms, this kind of pursuit. 
But I have to say that I'm learning something. The ocean is teaching me something. Because when I go out there and just walk on the sand now, after all these years, all the experiences that I've had, and I guess what I've kind of grown to gain in my life, (laughs) in my grown, you could say, I suppose, wisdom perhaps, or some sort of self-reflective kind of ability, I don't know, is that what I'm noticing is that when I walk by the ocean, all those thoughts that run through my mind are still there, you know, just like they are when I'm at home, here, in my little apartment. When I walk by the ocean, they're still coming and going, but there's something that I've noticed that's different, and I was telling my friend this on the phone. I said to her, as I say to you now, I don't mind them being there. It's as if there's a kind of sense that it's fine. Whatever it is that's running through my mind, I just simply accept it. It's okay. And in that, there's a sort of uncanny sense of space that seems to move out and be welcomed by the ocean that's there, you know, the edge of which is at my feet as I walk on the sand. The thoughts coming and going in my mind and heart. But now, They're just what they are. And I don't struggle with them and feel somehow that they should be other. And that's an incredible difference. It's an interesting difference. It's a simple but profound difference. So I really am beginning to feel even more attached to those minutes and hours that I'm able to walk out there, like the ocean is becoming an even more cherished friend because it's helping me to just be with who I am. And you know, each of us, dear friends, is wrought From whence we come, we are who we are. And all of the experiences, whatever they might be, have led to who any of us is now. And you know, when you really think about it, it explains, in some ways, what goes through my mind and my heart. You know, it's a life lived for however long that may be. So, I think, wow. And in that is a feeling of peace. It's not because any of the thoughts have gone anywhere. They really haven't. People talk about trying to quiet the mind. You know, I guess I'm just not, I'm thinking about it differently. I'm just finding that this whole thing doesn't depend on there being no thought. It can happen no matter what. And 
I like the fact that I can feel that now. It's as if all the cells of my being, when I am even speaking to you about this now, you know, and I was sharing this with my friend, are allowed to become free and at ease, and in that, nourished, nourished. There's a kind of effortlessness in it. I guess maybe you get to a certain point in your life and you just actually feel (laughs) curious about what it would mean to begin to feel that life could be moved by something bigger than yourself. I don't know if that's what they call retirement, dear friends, but (laughs) I like that definition of retirement. That you get to the point where you say, you know what? I'm going to let something move me that's bigger than myself and let myself rest into that. That's a really lovely definition for me about retirement. I'm going to retire all of that struggle and all of that efforting that really was what I did and so many of us do. And uh, not a bad thing. But life is just interesting. You get to a certain point and then it's as if something else is ready to take over. So I think part and parcel, you know, about, of the sense. And something that seems to happen to me when I walk there now, it's very interesting because, like I said, this whole city is in lockdown. But you know, the thing that you don't hear on the news, dear friends, in situations like this, often, is how the horizon because everything has stopped. The horizon has become a crystalline blue. Line delineating the sea from the sky. There is no yellow haze hanging over it. Not not now. The sky is clear. There are very few planes very few plain trails (laughs) and the sea has become, the water has become wonderfully clear. Now that's really beautiful when you think about it. So this feeling of space when I go near the sea is, is increased by the fact that it's so clear. The horizon is clear and the water is clear. And my being is becoming clear as I do it. So after I spoke with my friend about all this, and as I was speaking with her, you see, and this is, if you ever have this experience with somebody, dear listeners, really cherish it because when there's someone, when there are people, where there persons in your life with whom you feel this kind of natural depth, it is a blessed thing. 
It's if, as if that expanse of space like the sea opens up between you and you are at home in the presence of that other soul. And things are effortless between you. Those people are, are rare, but you don't need that many of them. <laughs> and I think of myself, you know, I think to myself, there are a few people like that in my life. I feel so blessed. Some of them are in spirit now, and some of them are still walking on this earth, like this dear woman I'm telling you about. But there's an intermingling of the feeling of the presence of people who are like that, here and in the spirit realm. So one of the things about life slowing down is that the interfusion of these two realms can become more apparent because I feel the spirits of people who are no longer with me and they're very real and they're very beautiful and reassuring to me. And you know, I've lived now a few years by myself alone and I have to say dear friends, that living alone isn't always easy at all. But there is a huh, perk to it, <laughs> a benefit, a interesting sort of thing that happens, perhaps more easily, at least in my experience, is that the sense of this depth, of this numinous realm that's in our midst, of this feeling of interfusion of heaven and earth, the way that we can walk and feel that it's almost as if the atmosphere is viscous with the presence of a kind of energy that you can't hold but is there nonetheless. And it can take so many different forms as one moves through life. And the ocean is this marvelous reminder, evocator, evocator of, uh, of this feeling that I'm endeavoring to describe to you. So as I was sharing all of this with my dear friend on the phone this morning, I felt that the realm of the spirit, the realm of friendship, the realms of earthly delights like the ocean, the sky and the air and the sun, the waves and the sand, the voice of my friend, our conversation as it unfolded over the minutes and hour effortlessly, like we had just seen each other. All these things melded into each other in a seamless kind of way.
So I really wanted to share that because there's something very beautiful that we're amidst and that we're formed of and it has a depth to it and it has a peace, a sense of peace and ease. It leads to a feeling of self-acceptance in this most beautiful way. So that was my day today. (laughs) And I'm so happy in the evening now to be able to share it with you. And I hope wherever you are that this finds you well. With warmest wishes always. Now and always. So I'll play a little music for you. This beautiful hymn, Loch Lomond. sing a little bit to you, dear friends. You take the high road and I'll take the low road and I'll be in Scotland before you. For me and my true love will never meet again. For me and my true love 